Hello and welcome to Season 3, Episode 6 of Press Play and Run with me, your host Ryan Miller and my co-host Alison Jardin. And this week we've got a show with a difference. Usually, as, as people know by now, we have a guest on every week. But following our episode last week with the amazing Beth Shearer, uh, we decided to push the bit where we sort of talk about our own running and we've got a lot to catch up on about the run club. So we're having a bit of a sort of catch-all episode, a wee bit of reflection about where we find ourselves with the Press Plane Run Club, the podcast, our own running, and we are forsaking the guest slot in this week's show. So unfortunately, you just have to put up with me and Alison. Do you think we can carry it, Alison? Think we can carry this off? <laughs> well, judging by the start of the episode, I'm not sure, but we'll see how we get on. I need to decide whether or not I'll leave in me shouting at Alison for talking over my intro like three times in the space of a minute and a half there. This is effectively like you've been a guest again. You've been a guest in this podcast so many times, so you, you might need to just fall revert into that role if, if you need to carry me. Is that okay? Yeah, I think we can do that. I mean, how many times was I a guest? Uh, I, don't, I don't even know. I think you got the hat trick ball and then you just took it home. That was <laughs> At that point, you demanded you were the co-host, so I didn't even really get a say in it. No. Last week's show, let's kick off with that, Alison. We had the amazing Beth on, mm-hmm. and we both kind of knew what we had in that episode, I think, immediately after we finished it. Eh? Yeah, I think it. we knew because, well, we obviously spoke about it, and then as soon as it went out, the feedback was just amazing. Yeah. And I imagine that when you read, you always do your little intro of what this week or this episode is going to be about. And when it does say the C word, I think people would probably immediately think, oh, well, this is going to be a bit doom and gloom and, you know, the end of a running career. Whereas in actual fact, it was the absolute opposite of that. And I think people went in with one attitude and came out with a completely different one. And it just inspired, motivated, just like all the messages were just so positive yeah i would include myself and and that group of people that went in expecting potentially one thing because although we know beth through the club not super close and super well so you and and something as fundamentally life-changing as that you don't know how it's going to be coming across so i'm almost like holding my breath going into that type episode thinking of all the eventualities if this is the sort of track it goes down where might we take it where do we draw the line at what we're asking but as as anybody who's listening knows beth set the tone with a horrific joke really dark humor in the opening 10 15 seconds and it absolutely settled and set the tone for for what was to come because i think we were then able to ebb and flow in between the real serious aspects of our diagnosis and you can, there's no escaping that this is a fundamentally life-changing thing but also the fact that she's not letting it define her and she's actually maintaining running as a central part of her identity and who she is so we were able to sort of just walk that tightrope and that was thanks to beth she carried it and she almost gave permission to go there herself again we've thanked her so many times but a massive thanks to her because i think it's probably it's been good for so many people to hear because whether it's, you know, dealing with an illness is, is cancer or maybe like a mental health problem, it just kind of showed how she's used running to to be that positive, which yeah. we all say that, you know, we need it for this and that. But it really did just kind of hit home how much it, that has played a part for her and continues to. And I think it's just it's great. And I continue to say it, but she's just such an inspiration, lovely yeah. person, hilarious and yeah it could like 
I think it's what one of our best episodes wasn't it really in terms of like the feedback and response yeah. I mean in, te- in terms of like it just n- numbers and stuff it's not something we speak about too frequently on here but in terms of numbers of the show it it's by far the most downloaded episode in its first whatever two weeks since it since it came out mm-hmm. and that just I think that's word of mouth it resonates the run club has fed the listenership the listenership is feeding the run club and there's there's a bit of that um, cycle going on of growth at the moment with everything involved we are going to try and keep supporting that cause definitely for the rest of this season and we'll continue to support beth as club mates but the changing the logo to pink mm-hmm. something oh, that, that thought, was something that i thought oh, this will be nice for a week or two weeks uh, do we do this in market for beth and then i don't know about your dms but mine was just full of can we get t-shirts can we get vests can we get this in pink can we get that in pink so i do have a bit of news in that front i'm speaking with mikey at the moment from michael sports who produces our current yellow t-shirt and we are looking at putting out a one off a special edition pink version um of the press plane run t-shirt and he's very kindly going to donate all the profits from that towards beth's fundraising that is amazing because so, yeah i was yeah. exactly the same as so many people will say oh could we and we'd obviously spoken as well about where something pink so no that would that's amazing i know and we had our first scammer in the facebook group trying to sell unofficial press plane run merchandise so that gets shut down by the the sort of core group and the moderators and i was disgusted because that merch looked better than my merch i was saying <laughs> let's not be hasty here. let's see I if think- we can actually get anything out of this I quite like the vest top that they exactly. were trying to sell. <laughs> I know. And then I had people actually message me in the back of that saying, oh, I know that was a scam, but could we get stuff like that? I'm like, no. That, so I have made you the uh, <laughs> merchandise, you're the merchandise department of the Press Play and Run podcast. Yeah, I, I don't know if I actually applied for that role, but I suppose I better take it on. Sometimes greatness is thrust upon you. I'll just need to pass your email address to Mikey and let you pick it up from there. Yeah, so true. we're at the very early stages of just speaking about it, but it would potentially be just very similar to our yellow t-shirt, but hopefully, well, it will be a pink t-shirt and we'll, we'll get the details of that out. We'll give that a hard push. I don't really push the, the, the merch side of things, the t-shirt. If people want it, I'll point them towards it. But with this, I would be happy to give yeah. it a, a real push because it's going to an amazing cause and it helps us to mark Beth's fight with cancer but also we could do like maybe a wear at pink day at the run club and we've spoken about that there are it offers us other avenues to support a fantastic cause yeah I think we we I don't know if did we actually mention that on the the episode or I think we spoke about it after but I think that would be a fab idea because obviously you guys before I joined at Newton Roadrunners had done the wear it pink night which was a huge success it was absolutely amazing and I'm sure the press playing on community would love to do the same in one of the long runs yeah absolutely we do have an awful lot going on in and around the run club at the moment. We do this on a sort of day a week basis and it's just amazing the growth, but it comes with it. It's challenges and real life work for both of us at the moment. You, you just, we're in that bit where you're in the throes of marathon training. You're trying to keep the plates spinning, but we will definitely get to this because it's, it's an important thing to both of us. It, we've, I think we're away to go on to this now about just what a successful month it's been, but I just cannot believe we are at the end of a month going into the next one. It's just yeah. crazy, isn't it? Yeah, but January has been 240 days long, to be fair. So we have yeah. we have crammed a lot in. <laughs> I, so many runs, so much training, but the, the month has lasted forever. So much weather to contend with and trying to fit sessions around it. I think before we, we start to touch on our London training, we'll, we'll stay on the theme of the run club at the moment and we'll we'll maybe just see that through as a discussion because there's been significant progress 
for want of one word, I suppose, but also some challenges have been presented now. Anybody who's seen my own Instagram account will have seen, and you shared that, Alison, kindly, that I put out uh, just a bit of information a couple of days ago to say that, unfortunately, the Glasgow branch of Lululemon is closing its doors for good, and it's happening very soon. So the last run that we will have, um, the bag drop facility there will be the 11th of February. So that's a week and Sunday. Now, there is no round club this weekend, no long run club this weekend because the Winter Warmer Series is on in Glasgow on Sunday, and actually it's on in Edinburgh on Saturday, I believe, as well as the cross-border 10K. And we have a very, very significant amount of our group running in one or, or more of those events. I've actually managed to get myself a place in the Winter Warmer 10K as well. And I'll, so I'm looking forward to my first race of the year, but no run club this week, and that will resume for our final run with Lululemon as a bag drop facility the following week. I'll put much more information out about the time, but I would love that to be a very well turned out um, run to mark the support that they've given me. So you knew the news a few days before I gave you. I was asked to sit in it. I've known for a couple of weeks, but you've been in with the bricks from the start of this, Alice, and the start of the run club, I don't think we ever really anticipated it to be what it's becoming. No, absolutely not. And I think it almost seemed a bit of a turning point. I mean, we, there'd obviously been a lot of success at the end of the year when we started them, but yeah. I think the first weekend back, there was just, I don't know if it quite doubled, but it was just this huge turnout. And we thought, okay, maybe that's the first week in January, everyone comes mm -hmm. back with the good intentions, but it's continued and it's been absolutely yeah. amazing, hasn't it? I think we've had about seven or eight of these runs now in total. And our first one started with 17, which to me is a phenomenal turnout mm -hmm. for a long run anyway. So 17 is a lot of people. What happened in the new year there? At our first run back, I think it was about 70, 73. 73, 74 people. That is a number that not in my wildest dreams that I think we would be dealing with for a long run. And it's Never. presenting logistical challenges in terms of just making sure everybody knows the route, everybody gets there. We've got the bag drop facility. I mean, Lululemon is not a big store. Our bags are filling significant, uh, significant space in there, but it's not tailed off significantly either. We're, we're, we're in the 50s and 60s in every run since, and these are big distances. We've been up at 23k. We've offered the option for half marathoners, so if you've still never been, there has been a reduced mileage option, or we're going out and back on a timed basis, and you can turn when you want, and... We are trying to live to the values, I think, Alison, that we set at the start, that this is a run for everybody to get what they need from their run. Your experience yeah. of turning up so far, has that worked for you? Yeah, I think so. And I was actually going to touch on this as well, because I, and I think this is another great thing that we've seen in the last few weeks is that people are really starting to use the Facebook community to discuss that. So it's, you know, we're not quite easy, but we can obviously set a route like you say maybe two options of distance or a time run but what's great to see is that because there is that kind of uh, larger group now someone might say okay well I actually need to do this on my plan does I want to join somebody else might say like I did you know I'm only going to do half of it today because I did my long run another day does anyone want to join and again it's just giving that it's, it's making exactly what I think we hoped it would be and more that it's, you know, you don't have to stick to one set thing. So it's still inclusive. It's, you know, for any pace. And I think we're getting lots of that feedback too. There's people saying, never did I think I could come to a run club group because I just wasn't fast enough. And yeah. it's like, but that's, it's not about that at all. 
Pace is one that I'm going to touch on because that is still an area that will, I think, will forever present challenges. Right? There's no getting away from it when you are setting your stall out as a run club for everybody. You are opening yourself up to the whole gambit of paces that that, that might involve. There's two things happening here, and one is a recent one that I was kind of unaware of. We have our hashtag party at the back group. To me, they have been the the most important group of people in terms of living with intention what we're trying to set out on paper it's easy for me to say we're for everybody but if that group don't turn up don't show up don't show up in strength and numbers and enjoy the experience then it's not for everybody we might say it is but unless there are people there actually running at their own pace and happy to be there it's never going to be so eternally grateful not only for the fact that they have shown up, but they continue to every week. You can see the groups forming. I can see it in the coffee shop afterwards, the, the friendships developing, runs being organised outside. It's exactly, it's it's more than I would have hoped for. I think it's more than either of us hoped would be happening at this stage. But it's presented another challenge and that what I was unaware of until recently is some people who have turned up are putting themselves into a pace group are maybe at the very upper end of their limit. And as you're doing some runs, you're just not feeling it that day. You're struggling. You're maybe dropping off that pace group that you're in and then you're working back through into the next pace groups behind. No issue at all with that. What I didn't know is that the party at the back group have been slowing their pace down at times to pick up people that are almost quite literally falling off the back. My issue with that is they need to get what they need from their run too. So this is a group of runners that are on a plan working towards their own marathon goals and that can't be the case on a week-to-week basis so we're looking as we always do solution focused approach to this i've had a wee chat with some of them that are in that group at the back but not only them what we're going to try and do is work in a rotational sort of sweeper somebody who will stay at the back and pick up anybody on that basis and so susan swarbrick did it for us this week worked out perfectly she was happy to get what she needed from her run. And with the numbers that we're getting, I'm quite confident that we'll get people to sort of volunteer for that role. And you'll only need to do it actually with the numbers we're getting. You might only need to do it once a year, you know, if you <laughs> yeah. fulfill that. So it, I, I'd be happy to do my long run one Saturday and fulfill that role on a Sunday, just about time and feet and running very easy. So we're, we're looking at solutions for it, but let's not pretend that it doesn't come with its challenges. It's been difficult, more difficult just to keep a handle on what the experience has been like for everybody because there's so many new people every week. But I'm getting feedback. We get good feedback and overwhelmingly positive. I I can be quite guilty of sometimes focusing on what didn't go well, as you know. Um, But it's been overwhelmingly positive. The new coffee shop we've been using, Sexy Coffee, right outside Central, has been perfect. There is a much more community-based feel in there. We've got a good relationship with the owner. They're delighted to have us, which is always just feels nice to be welcomed in. So the, the experience itself has been so rich. And the one thing I've taken from the announcement about Lululemon closing is just how much that run means to people. Because the immediate feedback, Alison, has been, what do we need to do to make sure that the run keeps going? And I think that's such a nice thing, isn't it? Because like we keep saying, it's more than we could have ever imagined this being. And it is almost, when I'm listening to what you're saying about having a sweeper, and I know some of the, like we've spoken about some of the feedback and just things you've got to consider. And it's almost become such a big thing that we're almost having to start thinking about it like like a park run where you have that, you know, the tail walker, or want to call it a tail runner. And you've got to obviously make sure that everyone's included and not lost and, you know, not rules, but it's, it is having to put a bit more thought to it. So, yeah, absolutely. Feedback from people, brilliant. 
if people want to volunteer to to be a bit more official in terms of like leading a group or being the person at the back you know it's not just mine or yours or you know the core teams it's everybody's so yeah. you know and, and suggestions for routes everything spot on spot on i don't feel like this is my run club mm -hmm. at all obviously there is there is a sense that we started it so you're leading it and people look to you but this is not ours this is this is belongs to all of us you know and i would hope especially over time there will be weeks when neither of us can run or yeah and I've, i'm confident in the group of people that are there the regular group that are there that it would run seamlessly and we've got a good range of routes now don't want to do new routes all the time because that's time consuming but also the more we learn the routes the less chance there are people getting lost and you can adapt those routes and you start to learn them but you're absolutely spot on Alison that, that there needs to be probably a wee bit more structure put into things that I didn't think would need structure because uh -huh. I was expecting those numbers and one of them that I'm actually going to call out and unabashedly call out is I will be fiercely protective of the culture that we create there. So this is a, a plea, an ask, or a shot across the bows. Take it as you will, if you're listening. When you turn up to the club, there are I do have expectations in around inclusivity, and that's to make sure that everybody's experience is a positive one. So there's been a couple of smaller, very small, very isolated incidents of people who are not overly familiar with another person making comments on the way past about somebody's running style, probably meant in jest. Mm -hmm. Think of any other walk of life. A run club's no different to if you were in your work or if you're anywhere else. Would that be the first thing you would take on with somebody you don't know? Do you have the rapport, the relationship? Are you speaking to somebody about religion, which happened recently in a, to me, quite a relatively pushy way? Just don't do it. I mean, God's busy on a Sunday. That's why we do the run club. We don't need it there. <laughs> So God's doing 5Ks in a social club somewhere, in a chapel. If, the, if that's what you want, chapel, church, do that bit there. Because at the run club, people are there to develop friendships, get their run in, to have that positive mental space. So just be thoughtful and mindful of the culture we create, because I will be absolutely fiercely protective of that and call it out if I see it or if somebody tells me about it. So that's me off my high horse, but... <laughs> But, but I think it goes without saying that that would be my expectation for me and it would be my expectation for you, Alison, if you went elsewhere. Yeah, no, absolutely. And when I, I always honestly believe when I say to people, you know, it's an inclusive club, we everyone's welcome, there's no such thing as too fast or too slow. And I believe that when I say it. So yeah, I, I'm the same as you. I expect that everybody turns up and you see everyone get along, but it's true. Would you say those things to somebody in a workplace, social media, whatever, just we're there because we all love running. So yeah, chit chat, make friends, but yeah, be respectful. Don't make fun of people. Yeah. And I mean, I would, I would happily slaughter you about your heavy slappy feet the whole way around the long run, but that's because we've got the report to do it. You know, you've got yeah. the relationship developed there. I didn't do it the first time I met you. I think I to the second uh, <laughs> i can be the world's worst for like being close to the bone and like winding people up and but you develop the relationship mm -hmm. first that's all i'm asking so like it's said there that's the expectation the likelihood is the people that i would like to hear it potentially don't even listen to this mm -hmm. but i will reiterate it at club as well because it's not going to become that type of space where people are coming and leaving with any sort of negative impression if that's your first time that could be the thing that stops somebody coming back coming back mm. and that's not okay that's never okay so that's me promise i'm off the high horse now moving forward i'm talking to a few different people about potential locations um that we could use for a bag drop facility i've had the whole range alice and the feedback people saying you don't really need a bag drop we can bring our stuff 
that's fine. It's the coffee element that makes that difficult. If the weather's bad, you need a warm layer. The whole point in the Sunday run is not just the run, it's the social aspect after, and you can't be sitting in a place in cold, wet clothes. So to me, I think you do need that option because yeah. it might put people off if you don't. And I've had amazing offers of from a couple of people that own gyms and, and things in Glasgow, surrounding areas as well, things like East Kilbride, mm -hmm. and like amazing offers from, from our group and just... The, immediately when I put out, I had a, a shed load of DMs offering some solutions and I've not said no to any of them, but what I have said is just give me the time to try and make things work. Location is crucial because mm -hmm. we've got people that come from Edinburgh, we've got people coming through from Falkirk, we've got people through from Dumfries this week. The central location and their ability to get there through public transport is also an important one. Yeah, because I think when we obviously found out about the, the changes in Lululemon, I thought, well, do you know what? There's an opportunity here. It doesn't always have to be central Glasgow because I know people do come from so many places to be a part of this. But then, like you say, it is remembering that there is people that actually need to use the public transport to get there. So kind of moving it too far yeah. out, then you kind of lose that. So it is. it's we'll obviously come up with a solution and it's great because like you say people want that it's not like we said oh you know we're not able to do this and all of a sudden people are like okay well that's fine i'll go somewhere else so it will continue yeah. definitely it's just how but i think it does present us with an opportunity maybe on a sporadic basis to start and finish elsewhere like you know jim boyle and the the group had suggested doing the first part of the west highland way route um it, it just gives us those different options for yeah. One of the, the sort of irons I have in the fire at the moment is, so my ambassadorship will continue until May, the end of May, as planned. That won't change. Mm -hmm. On paper, I will be moved to Edinburgh just as a store ambassador to Edinburgh because that's how the programme works. You need to be affiliated somewhere. I have a good relationship with Chris, who is the ambassador, the run ambassador there. And we'd already been speaking about doing a joint run. So he has offered to lead a run of the Press Plane Run Club from the Edinburgh store and going out via the Edinburgh Marathon route for some recce, maybe the half marathon route mm -hmm. or an out and back type idea there. Not, I don't think for a minute everybody can get from Glasgow to Edinburgh. The numbers might, but we'd make it more people from Edinburgh on that day. So uh -huh. that, that will be an option in the relatively near future. We're going to look at that. So if you're doing Edinburgh and there's a huge group doing Edinburgh from within the Press Plane Run Club, there might be an opportunity for a recce run there and I'll get details out as soon as possible. So bear with. Keep your eye on the Facebook group or the Strava group. If you're not in them, join them because that's where you will see the information first about routes. And finally, just remember, no run this week. Please do not turn up on Sunday <laughs> expecting us there. If you do turn up, don't run towards Glasgow Green. There's a race on. Final thing for me, and I know a couple of them listen, is a thank you to the, the store staff at Lululemon. Jenny is on maternity leave, the store manager. Nicola is in that position on an acting basis at the moment not just them the floor staff have been supportive of me at every single turn from the retreat to obviously gifting all of our runners one week and giving us that premises and location nothing's ever been too big an ask for them and i just need to say thank you and i know you've benefited from that support and experience as well alison it's a shame for andy that is that that was the crux of putting out the post it's not about oh poor us in the run club we will adapt and overcome and move on from that but these are real people losing their job at a time when that's not ideal and it is it's true what you said i mean we obviously kind of got involved with lululemon even before like 
any any of the the community running started because we got invited to a retreat and they have they've always been amazing supportive nothing's ever been too much from you know we've asked to dump things in the shop or go in and you know I just it's so it's such a shame because it has it's felt like such a big part of the start of this and like you say we can obviously you know find somewhere else to go but at the end of the day it's people that are now not going to have a job and that's yeah isn't it this has been a just an amazing experience it's offered me a platform and a profile that I, I don't think would have been achieved in the same sense it's sped up the process if nothing yeah. else the the podcast was obviously creating a bit of that anyway but everything's fed into what it's become now so just hugely grateful to them and I hope that whatever's next for for the staff there it pans out because they've been They've just been so supportive of what we're trying to do. I think that sort of wraps us up for the, the Run Club discussion at the moment. That gets across everything that we were hoping to say about it. And we'll move on to why Run Club's not happening, actually, on Sunday. And that's, we've got races coming up. You've been racing as well. We've been training hard sometimes together. Actually, a bit more separate than the last time we mm -hmm. spoke because your work life has been hectic. But talk to me a wee bit, Alison, about your training where you're at I know you got your confirmation for London yes finally I know because I'd been a bit uh, reluctant to just say I'm definitely doing it even though the championships are guaranteed you just I like to get the email just to say you're in so that's all done paid for so um, London training is definitely a go now one of the things I think I mentioned when we spoke about looking back at 23 and forward at 24 was that one of the things that I wanted to do this year was to enter more races but not so much time focus just go to races socialize get the medals so i i've done two this year already so i did the the one on the 2nd of january which i think we've maybe spoken about and then the track 10k which i did on sunday there and i've done that one two years in a row and i do love it and I, again i've spoken about it on the podcast before how it's just a community it's organized and we were speaking about that on sunday actually how Craig, who organises it all with Richard, said, you know, we don't make anything from this, but the whole point in it is that we bring people together, a bit like what we do. Um, so I just, I love to support it. And it's just a different type of race on the track. Sadly, it didn't quite go as well as the last two years. And I just, I'd, at the time, I didn't know if it was maybe something I'd eaten or drank or whatever it was, but I just, my stomach wasn't playing ball at all. But I actually think it's possibly a virus or something I've been fighting because I just did. I felt really ill, but also just totally wiped. And then I've really not felt great the last couple of days. And yeah. the Garmin's even told me so. But, you know, it's still a great event. A good turnout. Bob uh, Kilsyth Runner was there. Uh, Jackie came along. Some of the guys from last year. Uh, it's just it's just a complete mix. And it's just a great local event that I love. Yeah. The track, so it's called the Track 105 series for mm -hmm. anybody that's interested in it. And they have a Facebook space and they, they have a website. It's very, very well organized. Races from 10K, it's a half marathon. There's a marathon, marathon. on the track. And there is and for, an ultra. For the psychopaths, there's an ultra on a running track. Um, because yeah. who doesn't want to do however many loops that is? Do you know how many loops that is? It's until you want to stop. It's like basically oh, a I version, just I guess, keep going? of mm -hmm, last man standing almost. I know. It's just stupid. I mean, <laughs> it sounds wonderful, but. 
it's it's do you know it's incredible to watch actually because I know the people that will be there again doing it this year because they were the same ones that were there at the end last year and it's watching that like the physical side but that mental resilience yeah. and stubbornness that runners have and it's like right who's going to give up first <laughs> and I'm telling you they I can't even remember what it was in the end I can find out for next time but it's it's interesting to watch just people's like physical and mental like yeah. strength it's a it's a great great place to go to watch running laps from a hobby into a mental illness where people just can't say no and can't stop themselves <laughs> while you sit in the car with a warm coffee <laughs> I know, but, but yeah so I, I dropped you a wee message after to see how you'd gone on sunday and obviously it was not like a great, great experience but i thought i thought from your initial text that you'd actually shut yourself during the race but you managed to manage to just make off. it just make it to the bathroom so go you it- yeah, and and you know what? I now sympathise because when people you get some runners now, I feel like that say every race they feel like that, yeah. and I just can't imagine having to go through that because I was like, well, is it going to be sick or going to shit myself? And then I I was like, I don't even know what to do here. Do you just stop? And then I thought, God, there's some people that go through this in marathons. Imagine. Yeah, and I think race nerves can actually yeah like. <laughs> really make the, the issue worse for people even if it's not actual stomach issues but good that you're back in that race mindset though that's all good practice towards training for london as well and you start to build that mental resilience and i'm looking forward i wasn't i didn't sign up for the winter warmer because if you remember last year the weather was horrendous yeah but and, and it was two years ago as well because i was just saying this today how people keep saying oh this weather's awful isn't it and i'm like yeah but it's exactly what it yeah. was two years ago and yeah. last year and yeah that and i don't know why i think i had something else on which is why i didn't sign up last year but i do remember those that did it were like wow that was equally as horrific as the year before yeah no i so i hadn't signed up for it knowing the experience it had in the, the half marathon not that people spoke poorly of it, but it, it's a quite an endurance test when the weather's like that and you're on a looped course mm-hmm. and it's very exposed in at the green. There's not much Betty. to protect you from the elements. But I was offered late a place there in the 10K. I, I just fancy it because actually where I'm at in my training, I, I feel, I kind of feel right now roughly where I was when I PB'd last year and I'm weeks and weeks ahead of that. So I'm like, I, I'd like to go and see where I'm at and what I can do. I'm just laughing because I'm thinking like so when we did it two years ago Kirsten and I she was doing the 10k and I was doing the half so she obviously finished I think she actually started before me maybe and must have finished after me but anyway she was obviously there cheering me on but I'm just thinking back to when we were last at the Glasgow Green together and I was doing that race and you were on a training run and you you supporting me so it might be the same again when I politely tell you to F off. Uh, told, I, told Alison to keep running hard around the last bend and she told me to fuck off in front of about like 300 people so that was nice. <laughs> So that's that's the kind of support that that's the thanks you get for out supporting your your pals. <laughs> but no, again, another great event. And although I do just have memories of, I think it was hail, snow, wind, rain, everything on on that day. Again, it was another great, well organised local event. It's a chance for all abilities to run different distances as well. So you know you can support each other. And yeah, it's just like you say, I think for me, and I know it's not for everyone, but in training for a marathon, I do like to get some races in, which I think we spoke yeah. about before, because it just breaks up a training run, but it also gets you in the race mentality, which I think is quite an important thing to do as well. Yeah, it puts you out your comfort zone as well, especially if you're, you know, maybe find that hard to push your paces or if you're in that sort of safe space that you can sometimes end up playing mm-hmm. in your training. 
a race brings out probably the best and worst in you in these circumstances. Yeah. So I've actually shuffled my training this week to get my longer mileage in early in the week and give myself a wee bit of a rest just before we go because I want to go and have a tilt at it and, and enjoy it. But I'll put something into the Facebook group because I think there's an opportunity with that being on for us still to potentially meet, go to Sexy Coffee after, but have a catch-up if people are at a loose end after their run. I need to look at the timings of all the races. I don't know how well they, they all align, but it doesn't need to be everybody at the same time there. Mm-hmm. Just the opportunity to cross paths, say hello, and, and meet some faces. How's the rest of your training going? So at race, races aside, how, how have you been with your, your London plan? I decided to use a runner's world plan because I knew that I could adapt it. I've used them so many times before. But what I'm also doing is working well with you, with uh, Leslie, um, and adapting to make sure I get sessions in with other people. Um, Pete and Ross from the club I've been doing long runs on a Saturday with because for me, running with others is always going to be better than running myself. I know you get people that don't mind yeah. being on their own. Um, so very loosely following a runner's world plan. But I mean, if you look at what I do in a week, I'd say the mileage matches up, but the sessions are very much adapted to who's, who, who's doing a session and I can get the most out of it as well. Yeah. And we both took part in a session with a, a sort of cross club group of runners on mm-hmm. Thursday night, two Thursdays ago, and I did their session again. That was an interesting experience for me because, you know, that put me back to that almost first night at Run Club vibe of, I don't know if I belong here. Yeah, I, I know the speed of these runners. So thinking about people turning up to our press playing Run Club, you know, that, that was that exact same vibe. I know that we're running there with not only sub three marathoners, but like, you know, sub 245 marathoners and the paces they were hitting on a threshold or a tempo session was just scary but what i would also say is turning up showing up and having them there pushed me to go harder than i definitely would have alone and probably even just on our club session because i had people in front of me there's probably ego attached and there's but it's also the mental stubbornness of i want to hold my own here i want to and it really Mm -hmm. it really gave me confidence after the session to then go and attack the next speed session and hold paces that I didn't really think I was capable of. So I'm hoping all of this pays off in the long run. And I think it does. And that's why, I mean, some people that like must religiously stick to a plan will absolutely freak out at my approach this time. And and I'm even laughing at myself because I do like a plan. But for those reasons that you've just said is why I am being so adaptable. Because see if I can have the chance to go and run with those guys that are way faster than me. But I've always said, be the chaser and be chased and that's the the best way that I can do a speed session it's the same as like I mean Leslie and I have been trying to go to the track once a week we'll try and like keep each other right as and not go too fast you know but it's still having someone right beside you to push yeah to me that I get more benefit out of that rather than you know sticking to a rigid but this is what you do on a Monday Tuesday Wednesday um so uh, yeah, in in respects to to that the speed sessions, I feel like I'm getting the best I can get. The long runs are fine. I think what I'm just struggling with, with as you say, my work's just so busy. Weather's not been great. I think we've all had to deal with the ice, the wind, the storms. Is just maybe fitting in the other runs. But I think what I'm just trying to keep myself right with is the fact that I've always said if you can get a bit of speed work done, if you can get your long run done, the rest just kind of falls into place. And I'm having to just try and remember that. 
and we're yeah. we're still far enough out as well and what about you with Cooper? I, I feel like I'm probably going a bit beyond my plan at times I'm, I'm running more miles than is on plan most weeks but that's again like you I'm just working around sessions as well so we've got club Tuesday Thursday these Thursday nights I've been using that group's session and that tends to be nearly double the mileage of some of the speed sessions I have on my Cooper plan but I find I'm coping and I find I'm thriving with it as well. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop. I've been doing that weekly Pilates one-to-one yes. and something that started out as a, like this is through Lululemon and Angela's the ambassador for Lululemon invited me there. We did some sort of content together for her to put out as well because that's part of the gig. But it's become quite an integral part of in my training week. Every So I'm doing it on a Monday following the long run on a Sunday and I have never felt better in terms of mobility hips i find that i'm able to go and do that session in the morning and put in another good speed shift on the the monday night and i feel loose in my forms a bit better so i'm in this sort of swear by it mode at the moment it's Mm. just such a deep stretch and working on the core i've kept my high rocks training going that would have been saturday i would have been at high rocks there saturday sunday um as i spoke about before I, i had to make that decision when i got the chicago ballot place for the marathon i couldn't really justify another kind of four or five hundred quid weekend away in Manchester. I've kept that training going too. So that, that's that been the biggest difference. And that's all above and beyond the Cooper plan. The Cooper plan still doing what I need for the running. Mm-hmm. It's guiding my sessions when they're not club sessions. Still thoroughly enjoy using it and the adaptability of it. But I've kicked on, I think, a level with other aspects of my training. Um, what I've not done is booked many races. And I think I probably need to add some. I've got this 10K coming. I've got the Down by the River 10K but I think I probably need to plan a couple of half marathons along the way somewhere because um, I've not done that. Yeah, no, I do. I think it's interesting you touch on the like the cross-training aspect as well, isn't it? Because as runners, we're so focused on a running plan, but I've actually been trying to do that as well, is focus on the strength work. I don't have much time, but, you know, anything's better than nothing. Using the, the Peloton bike rather than just all being about running. And again, one of the changes that I made was taking one day off of the running plan for running and having two rest days from running because f- for the last few years, I think I've run six days a week, which was fine, but it was fine in terms of that I had time. And I find that like you're getting, and I think that was one of the reasons when I said I was having that kind of period of. don't know if running's for me anymore and it's because you feel like you're having to fit things in the mix yeah instead of running six days a week I thought well do you know what we've all we all speak about the benefits of cross training and doing other things but it's actually putting into practice like you say with the Pilates think it's getting out of the mindset of thinking oh I'm missing a day's running and just think well no I'm complementing my running plan with something else or a rest or I was just to say or rest and and yes what day is today um so on monday i took that re- an extra rest day because obviously i hadn't really felt great on the sunday and i knew it would have been stupid to go and do something but again it's the mindset and it's just it's being sensible because do you know what see at the end of the day you can push and push and push but how many people do you say kept pushing didn't listen to their body and then ended up out for yeah. a week two weeks so yeah. i think there's the moral of the story is we're at a point of the year where we're fighting bad weather bugs everything else don't like don't let yourself end up injured or run down yeah and i've worked hard on what we spoke about the last time and and stopping comparing my mileage because Mm -hmm. some of the mileages i'm seeing are just like sky high but then so is mine to somebody else so Uh it's just a relative it's a relative thing i've 
been on the five day a week program the whole time anyway but that's including a couple of double days in, in terms of a strength and running mm-hmm. to give myself the rest and if anything if i do a six day it tends to be a park run and just a park run and it depends what mm-hmm. i fancy it's just if i want to do it or not so that that tends to work for me those two rest days but they definitely just running in these groups and running with different people different levels has been really really good the run club's been great for keeping me easy on some of my easier runs running with people when it says easy i'm just chatting away and that makes it much mm-hmm. easier to stay there but it's i mean it's a completely humbling experience running what's the point in me comparing to these people that i'm running with on that thursday when they lapped me during a tempo session <laughs> and it was really a mile and a bit loop mm. and, and and i was going hard i was going what other people would for some people that'll be a dream pace and i'm still getting lapped by the but I'm not racing them. I'm just trying to learn from them, use them for the motivation. So the comparison bit is all helping with just stop comparing, do what you can. Exactly like you. It actually took me back to when I started from the group I was with before. And I remember turning up and being like, these guys are insane. And I mean, their times still are. And it was, it was always just about getting that little bit faster and using them. And it's the same even on the runs that we do on the Sunday and other days at the club. You can learn so much from people, not just about pace, but about everything. So like uh, Pete and I have done a couple of long runs in Ross now on a, a weekend. And it's just like listening to their stories about marathons and what they learn and fueling and you know what bad experiences and and you, it makes you realize that one you can learn but also you can laugh about not everything's going to be perfect like god i almost shit myself on the sun yeah, <laughs> but <yeah>. you know <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> but, <laughs> but they're all just experiences everything uh, you do is just an experience isn't it hopefully not too many of those ones but no. <laughs> but even your pb races you don't hold on to the good ones anywhere near as long as you do the bad ones you know mm-hmm. you you have a good run a good race and you're like oh that was good and then you're on it but see if you have a bad race you can let it dominate your mood for the next week it's a bad runner it's just a race it's just a run it is and it's funny because i think on sunday initially i was just really confused as to what went wrong <laughs> i just didn't feel right at all but at the same time and i know like i can annoy people with being positive all the time but i didn't actually leave and like disappointed if that makes sense I actually left thinking I don't know how all that happened and I still came third female came home with a trophy yeah and I actually ran a really good time and I'm like so do you know what <laughs> it may not have gone to plan but you've got to try and look at the positives and I think one of the good things we're having a few races planned for each month is that you think okay well you know on to the next one they can't all be goal races they just can't you cannot peak for every single race so you're treating yourself like a formula one car and having a wee pit stop every now and again if that's (laughs) what you need to do (laughs) literally and for me this sunday's not actually a race i decided that a while ago i thought i i purposely a bit like what you said signed up to some races and i'll try and race them but other ones it's just because i wanted to do a long run with other people and get a medal at the end so Sunday for me I've done it before and and I did race it but I also know it's a mentally exhausting course as in like you're just doing loops and loops and loops so just it's just nice to go and run with other people and you know that's what our Sundays are about and you know turning up to races and just well I'm not a liar Sunday's absolutely a race (laughs) you're you're there to win no well I'm I'm definitely not there to win but I'm definitely there to push myself and just get what I really want from it is a bit of a barometer as to where I'm at for down by the river Mm because down by the river is my PB 
race from last year, it would be probably where I see myself having a good tilt at it again. See, to be fair, actually, the the courses are very, very similar. So yeah. that is your perfect way to an indicator of where you yeah. are. Um, I, they couldn't really actually be much more similar. So, yeah, no, I'm excited to see what you do. I'll hear yeah. you on as I'm no, going to. No, I've got a wee plan. To... I do have a plan in my head of how I'm going to take it on pacing-wise and trying something a wee bit different. I'd love to mm-hmm. negative split a race because I don't think I've ever done it before. Um, see if I can be disciplined enough at the start not to just go for it and hang on because that usually is my my strategy is just run until you your lungs are on fire and then see how long you can last. Is that not how you're meant to do tanky? No, nah, apparently, <laughs> apparently not. But who knew? Who knew? So yeah, so that's that's what's going on training wise for me. Everything's ticking along as I'm quite um systematic about my plan I, I don't like missing sessions i like to tick them off i've managed to do all my sessions touch wood i've stayed injury free weather's been crap so i've been on the treadmill a few times but uh, i get them done great support i've been running with people so much more often in this plan than i did for edinburgh just mm-hmm. through these informal connections from the run club i've run with the likes of leslie a few times and i've run with mount vernon runners with ben who's at shelton harriers um like the, all of that helps to just mm-hmm. I, I did a, a kind of mid run with Alex Carlyle as well and at Strathclyde Park and that was an easier run so that kept me chatty see even somebody there to suit whatever the thing is you know trying to match up with somebody roughly at the pace that you need has just been a game changer uh, so yeah this weekend I don't know are you park running this weekend I am so I'm going to Strathclyde okay Oh, we've you? got somebody from the club doing the yeah. 25th there as well. I don't know what I'm going to do. I had planned, I'd been speaking with Emily, um, Emily in the Outdoors and Susan about potentially going through to Dumfries for the Girls Run Club are doing their takeover of Park Run, the way we did with our oh, yes, Strathclyde yes, one. Well. And that group have come through and supported the Press Playing Run Club loads. So I would love to get through. It's just a logistical thing whether I can make it through or not. I'm still trying to wait and see what time kids football and all that nonsense is at. And mm-hmm. If I can make it, if I can make it through there, I think it would be nice to get through and support. Yeah. If not, it will be if anything Strathclyde, um, if it's going to be local. So I don't know is the answer. Yeah, I think again, I'm quite enjoying incorporating the part runs into longer runs as well. And I think like that's a bit of advice because I know we kind of speak now as if we've done we've done many training plans whether it's marathons halves whatever and where we are surrounded by people who are also doing them so we all talk but i guess for anyone who's maybe listening that is their first one and they're starting to think oh god the miles are ramping up and i don't like doing these myself but you don't know how to get around that i found for the last few years that if you can picking a route that has a park run included somewhere is a great way to break it up get like you say have someone to chat to or just some faces around you for a while so I always I'm a big like promoter of that in the marathon block just use the park runs they're yeah. there they're free there so many people um I, I love trying to get them in when I can it's a great way to get like one of those 5k marathon pace segments in mm-hmm. as well because you naturally enter a wee bit of a race mentality yeah. when you're in that you know there's always somebody to catch in front of you so it, it can you can do that without it being a the complete struggle bus of constantly watching the clock you know yeah unless you turn up and it's cancelled and <laughs> don't realize like that happened to us the other week it was like funny Mark. uh we went Mark down, as well. yes 
<laughs> and we went down and we were like, oh, it's there's no one here. The banner's not here. And we're like, mm. and then Mark came flying yeah. past behind. And then we saw Jim and I was like, oh, dear. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we still got our coffee after. But no, I definitely I think like you say, it's as well. It's good if I mean, I've done them in the middle, the end. I wouldn't really recommend them at the start and <laughs> fire off. And then you've still got loads to they, do after. They, but yeah. Yeah, um, but again, that's just a bit of advice that I've kind of learned along the way that I just, and I find that rather than trying to plot out 15, 20 miles when it gets to that point on your own, it's just nice to, to break it up a little bit. Yeah, no, absolutely well said. I think that there's not a, a whole ton uh, left for us to cover. The other thing that we did this week was our Club Awards. We were at the Club oh, Awards yes. on Saturday night. Just a lovely time to see the achievements across a club. Newton's not a massive club in terms of membership numbers. It's growing. It's big. It's bigger than it was. But it's not a huge club. But the amount that there was a, a sort of nice slideshow put together by Ben and just showcasing the amount of racing that's happened, you know, for a club that size covered in every major marathon this year. Uh, the, all, racing all across the world, all the local events, mm -hmm. all the personal achievements three people in the London qualifier times and all of that stuff was marked and actually some of the like the one of our press plane run community Stuart who's been there from from literally day one of these events he's been showing up to our meetups and didn't know a soul in the community had stood in the periphery watching to see somebody like that one in the newcomer award and yeah. the growth and confidence and he'll hate me even speaking about it here but I don't care but that was too late mm -hmm. now was just a, a fantastic thing i look i just love seeing people in that position being elevated and celebrated for what they're doing it was a good night eh? it was amazing and i did mention this on uh, my instagram the other day but for me i joined newton of december wasn't it but end of november sort yeah. of december time and I mean, I'd, I'd, I suppose a bit like Stuart had kind of stood on the outside seeing what Newton was and everyone that was like joining it. And and I, you could tell there was a community feel. But for me, on as soon as we turned up on the Saturday and you saw that slideshow, that just gave me goosebumps. I was like, just to see what, like you say, a small yeah. local club, what everyone's achieved was amazing. But what really struck me was that it's such an inclusive club so you got the awards for the time trials and fastest times and you know that's great and it should absolutely be that way because you know people have done really well but it was the other awards like everyone's recognized for contributions not just for the actual running but what everyone brings to that club yeah and to me it's special because you know, the mental health uh, award that was won and the focus on not just like the times, but making sure everyone's included. Focus and, on people. Yeah, and it is, it's about people and, you know, listening to people that started with the Couch to 5K and now, you know, signing up to half marathons. And it's just, again, I feel like we say this so many times, but if you are thinking about joining a club but are just scared don't be because that yeah. you can be a part of that don't have to stand and watch like look like you say Stuart's just come on leaps and bounds we've got you know people that I just love watching people's faces when they achieve things that didn't think they could Joanna said to me uh, who's one of our former guests Absofit um, Joanna had said to me on the night she said that about our table that we were sitting at and I hadn't noticed she said most of these runners are here from the Press Plane Run Club like they've come to Newton mm -hmm. from, they started in at meetups and at some of our retreats and things like that, and they've they've come to it. Hadn't even really clocked it at the time, but 
that there is just a community sense within the club that I think we probably are trying to replicate them and capture in the bottle for what we're doing when I'm mm-hmm. here without ever re- really being proactive about that. That's just that, that's what mm-hmm. that's the tone that you're really hoping to set. Um, a lovely evening, though. Congratulations to all the winners, especially to Beth Shearer, last week's guest. Mm-hmm. She was voted by the club members as Newton Road Runner of the Year. Whilst that may be absolutely in part a sentimental choice for the, all the right reasons. Her running has been outstanding. Oh. You know, had Beth not had a diagnosis, I think she would have been a very strong contender for that award based on her running. And, and that's what I loved, especially about last week's show. It was in two parts. We celebrated the runner and we celebrated the person behind it. So she was a just a thoroughly deserving winner of that mm-hmm. prize. And I don't think there would have been anybody in there that begrudged her that moment. What she continues to achieve is amazing. But when you look back at the year that she had last year, uh, it, it couldn't have really gone to anybody else. Yeah, no. And she she promised me last night during the club run that she's going to donate a couple of her wigs to me when she's through all this. Um, <laughs> I've asked her if she can cut them a bit shorter and maybe a mum bob for me or something because I don't think the shoulder length, I don't think I can pull off the surfer no. look. So, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I might have hair again by season, but a season seven of Press Play and Run, I'm going to have the long... The long blonde hair. Oh, do you know what? It's a bit of a nightmare when you're trying to do a run and it's raining. <laughs> nah, stick to be bald. Flood just go for the bald. <laughs> Alison, I think we're, we're we're practically covered what we want to. Final thing for me is a couple of shout outs. Um, Kaylee, our happy diet, former guest, one of our core group. On her birthday this year, last year she did the Goggins Challenge for her birthday on her birthday because nothing screams happy birthday like going out and running every four hours, whatever it was. Is it four miles every four hours for two days that four by four by 48 that was that one kaylee decided to adapt it and make it three miles every three hours for three days so she was running day and night for three days every three hours for three miles she documented the whole thing in her her stories i don't think there was a run that passed that she wasn't smiling yeah i think she might be a serial killer she is just because I did think right surely by I don't know maybe day two she's going to start looking a bit like why did I decide to do this this is not fun I've not slept properly in days but no she's still smiling away loving life eating being happy and I just she's just another inspiration she's just she is she's just happy I actually (laughs) hate how happy she is all the time I would would just like a little bit of it See for next year for four by four by like forty or whatever the hell she does next year. I want to see cameras in the house when she's stomping about and shouting, "Where's my fucking trainers?" And when she's been the real Kaylee, because there's no way Emma can be that happy out running that often. <laughs> uh, but no, congratulations, Kaylee. It's just one of your many phenomenal achievements. She just cracked out a fifty k training run as well on Saturday. I know, amazing. She's, built of different stuff and it's been amazing to see her growth and also want to give a shout out to Jace the Edinburgh runner as well on a PB in Seville and yes amazing one, performance one of the worst chafe pictures anybody's ever put on Instagram so Jace two inch shorts don't know who you think you are and I don't know why you had to pull your shorts up that high to show the cut either nobody had to see that I thought Instagram banned a wee bit of ball but apparently you've bucked that trend so congratulations on your chafage and a great run it's, he, he's going to go into bigger things this year as well. You can sense that he's got a bit between his teeth and he's a Newton Roadrunner from a distance. So he went he went to Seville with no race number and has clearly just talked and talked and talked in some disease <laughs> until they said, you're going to shut up and just take the number. So at least he made good use of it and went and ran himself a PB. Nice to see Press Plane run out on the international scene. He had the T-shirt on and he was repping. 
Yeah, no, he did amazingly well. And it's it's great to see. And I think what we well what I took away from Saturday just in our small group was that um that, you know there's so much to come this year for so many people. But when you speak to those out in the wider part of this community, it's just gonna be such an exciting year. We yeah. just mentioned Kaylee, she's training for the West Highland Way. We've got marathons. Yeah. It's just it it's such an exciting time and you know, we're at the end of January already, but you just think, Wow, I can't wait to just see what everyone does this yeah. year. And we'll we'll try and capture some of that that's going on across the community through our guests and and, and what we do over the next few episodes and then leading into maybe a London special type idea mm-hmm. that, that might fall in nicely. And then we'll assess sort of where we're at and, and where all of this goes next because it's happening in real time. We don't have a grand plan of, and we're not trying to take over the world, we're just trying to carve a wee niche here. It's working well, we'll see where we're at. But there are other podcasts back out, like just been relaunched for their new seasons and they're friends of ours and been big supporters. So What the Fartlet continues to go from strength to strength in their community, doing down south what we are doing here. I think they're very similar in terms of what, what the ethos is behind them and what they're trying to achieve. You've got Point 99 is back with Steve bringing voices from across. He, he's not as sort of rooted in just the Scottish scene. He's taking guests from all over the place, but brings a different uh, an accent from a different region of Scotland as well that sometimes can be underrepresented in these sort of forums. So you've got Alex doing it from the other end of the country for the Girls Run Club. So support them. These people support us all the time. It's not a competition. We're here to elevate each other. Get out there and listen. Give them the feedback. But if it was a competition we're winning, I'll cut that bit out. (laughs) Maybe. That's all from me, Alison. Anything you want to add? Anything you want to say? Any words of wisdom? Just keep running. Track, uh... Track session tonight for us. Yeah, track session tonight, and I'm actually just sitting as we're talking, looking out the window at the horrific rain and wind. And I guess that's probably a good way to finish it is... Right now, I don't even think it's just us in Scotland. I think that there's a lot of places, not even just in the UK, are getting hit hard with the worst weather. Do you know what? It always starts this way in, like every year, and I always feel like I'm on a bit of a downer, but it's going to improve. We're going to get lighter nights and mornings and hopefully less storms and just keep at it. Whether you're trained doing couch to 5K marathons or anything in between, just use people around you use our community keep posting on the facebook pages come along at the weekend or if you can't reach out to those in the community just keep using what this is here for and we'll get we'll get through it press play and run that's what we say yep. that's what we're here for just get, we are. get your ass out the door and run just do it do it for a friend rope somebody in but just keep getting out you'll get the dividends so keep doing it you'll be in a better place at the end of every run than you started it's always the case Tonight is a track session. It's not a race, but if it was, I'm going to win that one as well. (laughs) (laughs) That's only because I've not been well. (laughs) Oh my God, here we go. Because you need to stop for a shit mid-session. I will definitely cut this out. So it's a thank you from Alison and I. It's an episode without a guest. It's not something we do often, but just a lot for us to get through. A lot of housekeeping to get through. A lot of sort of reflection on where we've been and where we're going next. But onwards and upwards for the next episode when we'll have another guest back in the hot seat. So thank you, Alison, for today. And I will see you at track tonight. And I just want to say good luck for Sunday. I can't wait to hear how you get on. Yep. And I will talk all about it in the next episode as long as it went well. (laughs) If not, I will just ignore that it ever happened. And thank you to the listeners for just the continued support. Keep getting out there. Keep smashing your goals. Love seeing what you're doing. And we will see you soon. Thank you.
Thank you to you, the listeners, for joining us for another episode of the Press Play and Run podcast. You can really help to support the podcast by subscribing or following on your podcast platform of choice and by leaving a review. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Press Play and Run Podcast and to add the Press Play and Run playlist on Spotify. We'll be back every two weeks with new episodes and please be sure to keep an eye on our Instagram page to find out which guests will be joining us. Until then, keep getting the trainers on, press play and run.